listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Six Figure Dog Business is brought to you by Dog.com. For everything and anything dog, shop Dog.com today for all the top brands. Greenies, Frontline, Kong, Nylabone, Royal Canin, and more. Shop at Dog.com and use the promo code SADSFDB and get $15 off your order of $75 or more. Hello and welcome to Six Figure Dog Business on Pet Life Radio. I am your host, Ty Brown of SixFigureDogBusiness.com. Now, this is the show where we teach you how to start or grow your dog related business to a healthy six figure per year profit. Now, today on the show, I'm really excited because we're going to be speaking with Marsha Yudkin. She's not from the pet industry, but she's got some information that's going to blow your mind as far as how you can take your marketing to the next level. So stay right with us. We're going to be back with Marsha Yudkin. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. from experience feels like home for her enter the code sfdb10 sfdb the number 10 and get 10 percent off any order no minimum at petco.com celebrate your special occasion and give her this classic semi-eternity band created with one carat brilliant diamonds channel set in 14 carat white gold exclusively yours from ice.com free shipping over $150 free returns and 30 day money back guarantee go to ice.com and use promo code ACTFP and get 20% off your purchase or use promo code ADTFP and get 20% off at diamond.com ice.com or diamond.com get 20% off from Pet Life Radio There's a movement afoot. ShoeBuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code SFDB at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's 
Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Okay, and we're back. In, in the intro, I teased it a little bit. Uh, today we've got with us Marsha Yudkin, and I want to say a big welcome to you, Marsha. Thanks for being on our show. Thank you, Ty. And now, I mentioned before uh, that, uh, that you're not from the pet industry, so for those that haven't heard of you, can you give us a brief intro? Who are you? What do you do? How do we find out about you? That type of thing. Ty, I have been working in marketing for almost 30 years now, and... I work with clients all over the world who are trying to increase their customer base and get attention creatively and inexpensively. And um, I'm kind of an expert in guerrilla marketing from way before we had that word. So if there are ways to get the word out about your business without spending a fortune, then that's what I can help with. Excellent. And now I found out about you because I, I heard a really amazing interview that you did about creating info products and things like that. So I went to your website, and one thing I found on your website which jumped out at me, which immediately said, you know, my audience can benefit from this right away, is postcard marketing. Now you're an expert on postcard marketing. Now, if I'm correct from looking at your website, you're an expert in writing and copywriting in general, correct? Yes, that's right. And postcards are one of the best ways to reach out to your customer base because uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one is that with postcards, there is next to no waste in the sense that when you advertise, let's say, in your local paper, then your listeners are going to be reaching a lot of people who don't own dogs as well as those who own dogs. But if you go for marketing with postcards, then you can market only to dog owners. So that means that every penny you spend, you spend on postcard marketing is well spent. Uh, and secondly, that many of the other kinds of marketing that are available to us reach people who are mainly already searching for something uh, having to do with what we sell. But direct mail, postcards go out to people who are our potential customers and can reach them even if they're not thinking that they're in the market for whatever it is that you sell. Now, I want to highlight the first thing that you said, because you said that we can, we can send postcards directly to pet owners. Yeah. Now, when I'm consulting with business professionals, that's one thing I always teach is, you know, don't do the spray and pray marketing where you just spray your message out there and hope it reaches the people that you're looking for. So you're saying that we can actually get our postcards in the hands of pet owners. How are we going to find a list of local pet owners to be able to mail to? Well, there are four ways that I can suggest that you can find lists of local pet owners, and these are very, very powerful. And the first one may be free, depending on the policies in wherever your uh, the pet owner lives. And so method number one is going to the town hall, and in any community that requires dog licensing, the dog owners, uh, the people who, who have registered their dog licenses, that is public record, and you are entitled to look up who owns dogs in your community. And you want to find out, okay, what is the procedure for getting a list of all the people in each community who own dogs? And that list might be provided for you to you for free, 
or there might be a small but reasonable fee for getting that list in the form of a database that you can then use to send out your postcards. So that's method number one. Okay. Method number two is finding magazines that dog lovers uh, and dog owners tend to subscribe to and then renting the, a list of the magazine subscribers that are within certain zip codes. So again, anybody who subscribes to Dog Fancy or some other dog magazine is only going to do so if they're really, really keen on dogs and most likely they own one. So do we just go to dogfancy.com and, or Dog yes. Fancy the magazine and call them and say, hey, do you have a list and, and they'll provide yes. it? and find out. Now, they might have a minimum of uh, the number of names that they will be willing to, to give to you. I, I don't know what their policies are, but you can find out. And, um, you know, probably just a couple hundred dollars and you'll rent the, the names. And I say rent because when you get lists from that kind of a um, source, they only let you use the list once. If you want to use it twice, you have to pay for the second use. And okay. they, seed the na- they seed the list with dummy names, so don't try to get away with it. They will catch you because there's one or two <laughs> fake names on the list that are designed to, to keep track of who's using the list. Oh, interesting. Okay. So method number three of finding lists of local pet owners is teaming up with non-competing pet businesses. So let's say you're a dog grooming business and there's a dog agility training business in your area. You can agree to swap lists with that non-competing business owner and it benefits both of you. I can't really imagine why they would say no to that kind of a request. And method number four is using an online resource called InfoUSA.com. And that is um, a very easy-to-use system for ordering names that fit certain criteria. So I did a sample search, Ty, on your zip code, which I think is 84111. Is that correct? That's close to my zip code, but yeah, you're close. Okay, so I searched within 20 miles of 84111, and people who, within that area, as a 20-mile radius, are interested in dogs, and they have that list of 20,262 names that fit those criteria. Now, I could make the radius smaller. I could make it within five miles, and there would be, of course, much less. Now, the one thing I don't know is what they mean exactly by interested in dogs. Uh, I don't know how they determined that, if that's from dog licenses or if that's from magazine subscriptions or from customer surveys or, or what. But that is another source of, of this. And I want to give another tip. This is a million-dollar tip, actually. Okay. Uh, um, you, at InfoUSA.com, you have to pay for the list that you order. Now, the nice thing is that you can use it as many times as you want. You own that list once you buy it. However... Find out if your local public library subscribes to the sister site of InfoUSA, which is called ReferenceUSA.com. Now, if your public library has a subscription to ReferenceUSA.com, which has the very same information but only libraries subscribe to that site, then you can get those lists free. 
Really? That, I mean, yeah. that would be huge because I, I imagine, you know, I've actually purchased lists off InfoUSA.com before and, and they're not super expensive, but it's also not a cheap endeavor. And mm-hmm. so to be able to get that information free, that would be, you're right, that would be amazing. So so just to kind of recap, you can go to the town hall, depending on, you know, the local laws. You can go to Dog Lover Magazines. You can joint venture with other pet businesses, or you can just simply buy the list from InfoUSA or ReferenceUSA.com at the library, right? Yes, that's right. I mean, that's amazing. And that was one of the things uh, that when I first saw your postcard marketing course that you offer on your website, that was the thing that kind of, okay, how do you get the list of people to mail to? I was curious about how that, you know, how you would do that. And so this is awesome that uh, you've got some free. Now, if you go to Info USA for, you know, residential or, or just consumers, is it going to be pretty expensive, do you think? Well, um, I wasn't able to, I didn't have time to find out what the cost was for this particular list that I looked up for you because you have to log in, create an account and all that kind of stuff in order to get the price. Uh, but I have bought lists there. I had one customer, I had one client in Rhode Island who, who, um, oh gosh, I wish I could remember the numbers. It, it was, it was really, really reasonable. So, okay. um, compared to other places where you can buy lists, it's going to be cheaper than buying from the magazines, for example. Oh, so, excellent. Okay. You know, if you can spare a couple of hundred dollars, you should be able to get um, a list that at the size that would be useful for you. Excellent. Now, uh, what we're talking about right now is we're talking about getting new customers. You know, we're talking mm-hmm. about, you know, let's find a list and let's try to turn them into new customers. What about, I mean, does this work for existing customers? Is it useful to use postcard marketing for people that you've already sold your services to? Yes. Now, if you're trying to get new customers, then you would send some kind of special offer to them. So um, your first dog grooming half price or something like that. Now, if you're going to be using postcards to market to existing customers, you, there are two kinds of things you could do. One is to, spe- to send special offers to your best customers. So maybe you have certain... Uh, you can pick out the customers who spend the most money with you, come back the most often, and you can reward them by sending a postcard with a special offer. Now, it's a very good, smart thing to do this at a slow time of year. So maybe there's, um, I'm just guessing, maybe August is a slow time uh, in a lot of dog businesses because the the owners are on vacation and, you know, they're mm-hmm. busy enjoying summer and so on. So, Let's say August is your slow time. You can plan to send out postcards with a special offer to your best customers at the beginning of August, and the offer is only good till the end of August. And you will find that this is a very smart way of evening out your cash flow. Excellent. Okay. The second way to use postcards to market to existing customers is that you can tempt customers who haven't used you for a year or two, we call these lost customers or former customers, you can tempt them to come back by sending a postcard. And it's inexpensive to send postcards. Um, It's very easy to do it in such a way that it turns a profit for you. And um, let me mention two other advantages of postcards that I I left out earlier. One is that people keep postcards for later reference. If you go into people's houses, you will often see postcards 
on the refrigerator or next to the phone or on a bulletin board or some other visible place. People keep them the way they keep magnets and business cards um, for reference so that when I used to send out postcards, I would choose the brightest color that they had at Kinko's, which was hot pink. And (laughs) people would call to order and they would say, I have your hot pink postcard right by the phone here. And they would always say hot pink. So I knew that the color was making an impact. And then the other advantage is that if you are going to be sending any kind of marketing through the mail, postcards are absolutely by far the cheapest way to do that. Excellent. I mean, this is some amazing information because I think a lot of uh, businesses overlook that, my own business included. I know I fall victim to this to where we have a customer, we spend all this effort you know, trying to, to sell them a service, and then we forget about them. You know, we sell them the service and, hey, thanks for being a customer and, and see you later. It sounds like a postcard could be a really cheap way to continue to help them buy or to reactivate them. So this is some amazing information. I hope people listening are taking notes to this because this is something that you can start applying right away with your business. Now, we're going to go into a break right now, but when we come back, I'm going to pick Marsha's brain about how should we actually be designing an effective postcard? You know, what do we need to put on these things to make sure that they actually turn into real dollars in our pockets? So stay right with us. We're going to come right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash SFDB to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's seven-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code SFDB1234 at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P dot com, code word SFDB1234. Question, what do I want? What do I need? I'll take a back shot. I reach a mention. I need time. I need love. I crave attention. i 
I Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Welcome to Sassy Seniors, a show about our fabulous older dogs and cats. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. You know, I wanted to create a show to really showcase our senior pets. And you know, as the human population ages and lives longer, of course, so are our wonderful pets. But many of us with aging pets, it's so interesting. We have a tough time realizing or really admitting that they are seniors. So in a way, I kind of like to think of our senior pets as, as wise puppies. What do you think about that? Be sure to join us for another day of Sassy Seniors. And remember, celebrate your senior pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, and we're back, and in our last uh, segment, we were talking with Marsha Yudkin, and we were talking about how to use postcards to get new customers, how to use postcards to keep customers, activate old customers. What I want to find out from you now, though, is what do we do to make sure that it's written correctly, that it's designed correctly? I mean, I'm sure there's a thousand things that we could do wrong, so how do we do this right? Well, one rule of thumb to keep in mind is that Every postcard should have one message and one goal. So you're going to confuse things if you try to promote too many things or accomplish too many things with each postcard because you'll be cutting the effectiveness and you'll be cutting your response to, to when you diffuse it like that. So one message, one goal. Keep it simple. So don't put too many visual elements on the postcard. Uh, sometimes there's just one image and one headline on the main side of the postcard, and then you turn it over and you find out more. Uh, but w- a reminder that I would give people is that something that many people, even professionals, forget about postcards is that you can't control which side of the postcard the person sees first. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're going to see the side of the postcard with the address on it, which also has room for a message. And sometimes they will see the side that we call the picture side of the postcard, which has more space because there's nothing else on it except whatever you put there. Um, So you want to make sure that whichever side of the postcard people see first, it's going to make sense to them. So I've seen a lot of postcards that are set up in such a way that the message on, on... the address side of the postcard only makes sense if the person has seen the other side first. And so you don't want to be confusing people in that way. Don't be afraid of a little bit of repetition on both sides of the postcard. So you're kind of referring to some of these postcards to get a little bit cutesy to where, like you mentioned, there's, there's a joke on one side and then the punchline on the other or, or yeah, something to the effect. Yeah, it doesn't have to be humor. It could be something else. It could be maybe you have a big event, you have a show coming up or something like that. And you refer to the show on the picture side of the postcard, and then on the other side you have the details of it, but then you never say what it is there because you were assuming that people read the other side and knew what you were talking about. That makes perfect sense. Excellent. Okay. And then the, the next point I wanted to make is that you don't have to be the world's greatest design expert to have gorgeous postcards. There's a company that I do business with a lot, postcardbuilder.com, and they will design your postcard for free 
if you are going to be sending out at least 500 postcards using them. So uh, I, I had a client use them, and I am not kidding. They created a beautiful design for a postcard within two hours. Really? Okay. Now, I can't, I can't promise they always do that, but I could not believe the turnaround that, that they had for that particular client of mine. And so you give them, you can give them uh, all the text and a general design of the kind of image you're thinking of, and they will make it in full color and, you know, really professional looking and uh, kind of slick looking if that's what you want. And um, it will look completely professional and not like something that you did on your little typewriter at home. Excellent. Now, it's, it's postcardbuilder.com. Now, do they actually send it or do they just design and, and ship them to you and then uh, you mail well, them? Well, they, they can do everything. So you can, it's, they have like an a la carte men, menu. So uh, if you get the list, let's say you rent a list from USA, infousa.com. And so you have that list in a database format, and you know how many names are on the list. So, uh, and then you, you decide you're going to send out 500 postcards the first time. So you have them design the postcard, and there's no exchange of money for that. And then when the postcard is ready to go, uh, you never have to touch it. You just upload your database to them, tell them when you want them to send it, and they will take care of all sending all the postcards out for you, and they will put you on the list so you receive a postcard at the same time that your customers are receiving the postcard. That's awesome. I mean, that <laughs> it doesn't sound like it gets a whole lot easier than that. It couldn't be easier. I, I, I was doing postcards back in the days when I had to go to Kinko's. I had to lay it out. I had to design it. I had to get my own postage permit to send things by bulk mail or discounted first class mail and I would get the labels and I actually sat there in front of the TV putting the labels on the postcards <laughs> and and taking them back to the post office and it was a lot of time and effort and you don't have to do that. That's awesome. Now I imagine a lot of people listening to this are saying okay that's great but I'm on a budget you know if I'm going to put you know, a couple hundred dollars into getting my list. I'm going to put, uh, you know, send 500 postcards out there. This is going to be real money. What kind of response can we expect from something like this? Well, it will vary according to the offer you have on your postcard. Now, that's something that's important to remember that I haven't mentioned yet. You don't want to send out a postcard that just says, hi, we exist, hello, (laughs) in effect. That's a hello, I exist message. That doesn't work. You want to have an offer. So what would be an example of an offer, tie that you have used? You know, what I'll often do is, is an offer for a low-cost consultation. As a dog trainer, a consultation in somebody's home might be $200, $250. In order to just get from the door, I might offer a low-cost consultation with the idea that I'm going to try to sell them more on the back end. Yeah, so let's say that um, you, your offer might be um, I'll come to your house meet your dog and give you suggestions for dealing with your your number one dog-related challenge, dog training challenge, uh, for a a half an hour for just $50. But you only get it if you respond by such and such a date. So that's a classic kind of offer. So you you include the urgency, you've got to respond by this time. Excellent. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, So if you have an offer on the postcard then a good rule of thumb is to expect a 1% response. 
I know that okay. seems absurdly low, but you know people are busy and they might be interested, and but they're not prepared to act right now, so they don't call, they don't order. The rule of thumb is if you can break even with a one percent response, then go ahead and do it. If not, if you you are going to lose money with a one percent response, then it's not worth sending the postcards. Okay. So let's take me as an example. Let's say I'm going to promote my training company and I send out a thousand postcards and I get a 1%, which is going to be 10 new clients. Each one is going to be giving you $50. So that's $500. And then beyond, and let's say I close half of them into an, you know, a $700 training program. There's another uh, Mm $3,500. And so, you know, I just, uh, I just made, that's a big money maker for you because uh, sending out a thousand postcards will cost a couple hundred dollars. Really? Wow. Okay. And so, so yeah, if I can create four thousand dollars of revenue or thereabouts from a few hundred dollars, yeah, that seems pretty good in my book. Yeah, my best success story is the guy who was in robotics and um, you know highly technical field. He sent out two hundred fifty postcards to a very select group of prospects. He got two orders. One was for $40,000 and the other was for $200,000. Wow. Uh, And so by spending uh, about $100, he got $240,000 worth of business. That's amazing. (laughs) So I I don't think your dog business owners are working with those kind of um, project numbers, but still, you know, just to show you what postcards can accomplish. Well, yeah, you know, just looking at our little example of using my company, even if I received a a half a percent response, I'm still going to make some decent, you know, some good money off of that. And that doesn't even take into account that later on I might try to sell them dog food. I might try to sell them, you know, uh, some daycare or, you know, I might try to sell them additional things in the future now that I've acquired them as a client. Mm -hmm. So I can see how, you know, like you mentioned, 1% doesn't sound like this this big number, but when you look at it in terms of real dollars, it seems like, you know, a 1% response can be pretty huge. Yes. Excellent. Okay. And so, you know, to kind of finish up here, you've talked about a ton of things that we should be doing. You know, this is how we should be getting a list. This is who we should be sending it to. This is how we should be setting up the postcard, etc. Can you tell us some things that we want to not do? What are some common pitfalls? Well, one that I've seen that Again, even professionals do this, and um, I think the reason for this is that it's not at all intuitive that this is a problem, and you would only realize it if you look at a lot of postcards that you receive in the mail and you test your own postcards. But the, in the United States, the Postal Service often puts their own barcode either stamped on the piece of mail or on a little sticky label along the very bottom edge of a postcard. And so what this means is that you can't put your contact information in that bottom half inch of the postcard uh, on the address side because it will get covered up by the barcode. Okay. And this is a hard mistake to remember because traditionally in marketing, when you have what we call the call to action, you put it at the end. So, of course, it would be at, logically at the bottom. That's where you want to put it. But mm-hmm. you can't put it right at the bottom because if that gets covered up, people see the offer and then they have no way to re- respond. And I've received postcards where I've tried to peel off the <laughs> sticky label and the, 
the message comes off with the label, so I still can't see it. That, I mean, that's a huge tip because, I mean, imagine putting several hundred dollars into this and then it, it's all for naught because people can't call you or, or email you or whatever you need them to do. That's, that's a good tip. And then the other mistake I wanted to mention is just, just doing it once. You should think of postcards as uh, something that you want to do routinely. So first you want to test, okay, and if the first try goes well, then you want to do it again. You want to set up a schedule of, of uh, sending out postcards four or six times a year. Some business owners do send out postcards every month. Okay. And it would be a different offer, maybe to a different segment of their list, and maybe sometimes to new customers, maybe sometimes to existing customers. Um, so you, you want to you wanna do it a lot if it's working at all for you. Excellent. So. Okay. This is, like I say, Marcia, this has been some amazing information. This is a marketing technique that I'm willing to bet that uh, maybe a handful of pet professionals in the United States are using this. And those that are using it, maybe not even all of them are doing it effectively. So I'm really well, hoping... I, I know I know at least one that's not doing it effectively because I live in a small town. And when I first moved here the very first year, I received a postcard that was specifically for dog owners. Okay. And I looked at it and I said, why are they sending me this? And, uh, you know, they could have found out that I didn't have a dog license <laughs> and they could have saved some money. So, uh, yes, even the people who are sending out postcards are not doing it in the best way. Yeah. So that's where I say you've really kind of laser targeted us on what, you know, what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing. So, I mean, a huge thank you. So for those pet professionals listening to this, if someone says, wow, this is great, I'd like, you know, I'd like to do this. What resources do you have, whether it's postcard marketing or other marketing? Yeah, I have a course called the Mighty Postcard Marketing Course. And I called it that because postcards are so powerful. And I wanted to put that right in the title. And you can find out about that at www.yudkin.com, which is y-u-d-k-i-n.com slash postcardcourse.htm. Okay. And then uh, people can just go to yudkin.com for information about your other marketing courses. What other things do you do that could help our pet professionals? Well, I have been in the copywriting business for a long time. So if somebody wants me to write a postcard for them, I can do that. But that um, my postcard uh, critiquing services come with the course. So um, that's something that's included in the course. But if you want that separately, I can also do that. And I'm just a fountain of knowledge about marketing strategies in general. So if somebody is interested in growing their business and they want tons of other great marketing strategies, they can set up a consultation with me and just go to www.yudkin.com and you'll find tons of information. Awesome. So go visit yudkin.com and Marsha, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me, Ty. Okay, for those of you listening, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas for a show, just email me at ty at petliferadio.com or visit my website, sixfiguredogbusiness.com. Thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.